0: What is going on online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my business partner, Cole DeSolo. What's up, bro? Bro, no joke.
1: You've become like so perfect in your intro that I feel like when you're saying that I can literally mouth it perfectly and it'll look like I'm saying it. Like I'm not even fucking around. It's like you have the same tone and the same entrance every time. And that's like a good thing. That's like something that's like very, very fucking good. I'm proud of you for that shit. That's hard as fuck.
0: Thank you. Now on Podchats, which is what today's podcast episode is, we bring on students from the Change Lives Academy onto the podcast and we basically serve them and let them ask us anything. So we've got one of our clients on the podcast right now. His name is Brandon. He actually just enrolled this month. My man, B, what is going on? How are you doing today? How can me and Cole serve you?
2: I'm doing pretty well. I've been in the academy almost a full month. So I do have some struggles. Recently, I had two people reach out to inquire. Yeah, I posted in the group yesterday. I had two people, you know, interested in training and I didn't find out about the DM scripts till after the fact, just because I've been trying to follow the steps and not skip ahead. So I'm on week one. Social media is like not my thing, you know, really. However, you know, with this program, that's why I've been trying to follow all those things and scripts and get everything going. But I have kind of hit some obstacles with that. I'm on the part now week one, I think on the very last one, haven't opened it up yet, where it's talking about TikTok. I have a TikTok. I think I made three posts total just in general, since I've created it, just trying to figure out. And even now I haven't financially gained anything yet within the first 30 days, but I've learned the concept of how to structure and do things on social media. But even with that, jumping around a little bit, I don't know, I guess just trying to make sure I'm doing what I should be doing for the goals that I have in place for myself. So I was getting a little beat up because, you know, I'm on week one, you know, and I'm like 30 days in. I've been, you know, taking me a little bit longer to get a full understanding on certain things. However, just kind of like seeing if there's any additional information. uh, I don't know, I guess based off of what I'm looking to do, it's like. I think jumping to the week two and three, taking messy action. You know, I get sometimes that's needed, which is what I did. Now I'm trying to like backtrack to get to where I was in my place in the modules to like just keep that momentum going and stay encouraged. Love it. Can I go direct?
0: Can I give you like, this is exactly what you need to do? Yeah, go for it, man. Number one thing is you need to sign your next client. So fuck TikTok and fuck everything that doesn't involve that. So what I want you to do, so like, as an example, you got people that are reaching out for the DM script. You're like, I got people DM me. Like, what do I say to these people? Go to that video, watch that video. As you're watching the video, be DMing the prospect back. Because like the entire purpose of this online coaching program for online trainers is to help you guys get clients. That's the whole purpose. So everything that the course teaches you how to do is to get more clients. And so we set up the structure in a way that like, like it's sequential and it's step-by-step. And also like sometimes like if somebody wants to reach out and they're like, yo, be like, What are your training prices? Like get fucking DM script. And then let's book the call. And then I don't know how to sell. So let's go watch the sales video. Let's get the script and let's sell them. Like, that's like the pathway that I want your brain to take is like, like, what's the next sale? I also think Brandon, because you haven't really been consistent, super consistent on social media yet, you can experiment with TikTok, but don't do it until you sign your first client. Like your goal is to sign your first client. That's it. Number one, full stop. So everything that you do in the course has to like align with that. I'm like super grateful that you're like, oh, I don't want to jump ahead. And that's awesome. And now I'm giving you the advice of messy action is actually good. You're doing it right. Let's get you your first client. That's the most important. That's the number one thing. Because once you sign your first client, B, you're going to be like, yo, this shit works. How many of you guys were like in the Change Lives Academy? There's a bunch of clients in here that were like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then you signed your first one and you're like, oh, it's fucking game on now. Like it's like. Now song right? So there's a bunch of people in here that are like typing that in. So it's all of us experience that to be when we're like learning something new. So this is just a part of like the learning curve. But once you sign that first client, it almost like creates that unlock where you're like, okay, now it's time to go all in.
2: Also, I think for me, it's like, like yeah, I've had maybe I think three people reach out, you know, and I wasn't really sure what to say. Because again, this is before... I skipped ahead and asked one of the coaches and all that what to do next. So I kind of just said what I felt should have been said because I didn't want to just leave them sitting there. So you know, saying something is better than saying nothing at all. You know, just to keep them engaged and see what they want. And actually, this, the girl she wrote me back this morning, so I needed just like find my place back into the script to yeah pick we left off at, so I can try to get this first sale hopefully with her because one of the girls. You know, she stopped, you know, writing and, you know, I kind of get that, you know, not a five star prospect. So it's like, OK, you know, so now this one is like a little more fresh. So trying to see if I can seal the deal with this one moving forward. But also, I'm like, OK, well, I don't even know. It's just certain things. I'm like, OK, price and like the app. I know trainerize like all of that. Fuck it. Fuck all of it. Sell right. it and then figure it out. OK, yeah. Okay. I
0: have a question. Do you think that you have the knowledge in your brain, like the training and nutrition knowledge to be able to serve this woman and like actually help her? Like, do you know more than she does?
2: No, absolutely.
0: Fuck all the logistics. You'll figure it out. Okay. And that's advice for all of you guys. Like if you are listening to this right now and you were like, man, I don't know what to do. It's like, You'll figure it out. So like, I literally want you to leave the Zoom call after Cole's done going in on you. Leave the Zoom call, go watch the DM script, start DMing her back as you're watching the video, book the call, go watch the fucking sales video, get the phone script and get her on the phone and sell it. That's literally your next fucking
2: three moves. Right, and that's the thing. I've watched the videos, I looked at the scripts. You know, some of it I remember, some of it I don't, but either way I can still like have it up when I'm talking to her, social media. It's not, so through messaging, that is. Bro, you fucking got this shit, like today. Yeah. Cole, go ahead, bro.
1: Honestly, there's not a lot more that I would want to say here. Like B said a lot, all right, and he broke it down. Like taking messy action is what you guys need to be doing. We have everything laid out the way that it's laid out to help you guys start to get everything in foundation, basically. That's why we teach you guys how to write a connection post, a value post. That's why we teach you guys how to go through a proof post, how to break all this stuff down, learning who your avatar is, because that's the foundation of your business, all right? Those are the things that you need. When you first start, those are the things that you need to set up in order to be able to scale to a high level. However, if you start and then you get people DMing you like crazy, like Brian said, fucking just taking messy action and pushing forward is what you need to fucking do. And don't worry about like watching all the units, et cetera, all right now and overwhelming your brain with information. Sign the fucking client and then realize that if you now don't learn that information, you're about to just fuck this person. And it makes you move very quickly. That's what me and Brian did. We guys. Fucking let's tell the story with the Academy B. I, I literally did on
0: a couple podcasts ago. So I want you to tell it because it'll be funny that I told it and then you're going to tell the same. Perfect. Thing. Yeah, guys,
1: like we've told this all the time and it's something that always makes me and Brian fucking laugh. When we came up with the 10K Academy, now the Change Lives Academy, we thought about it, brainstormed it, built it and started marketing it in under seven days. This is not a fucking joke. We literally thought about it. COVID hit and we were like, listen, we can't keep charging trainers this amount of money. We're like, we can, but we're going to not be able to scale our business as fast as we want to. And there's a lot of individuals out there that just can't afford it right now. Like COVID's fucking personal trainers. Like a lot of people are closing down their gyms. So we're like, how can we come up with like a membership site? that's a little bit cheaper that can deliver the absolute best service on the fucking market. We started to brainstorm it. We started to like talk about different things that we could do, live streams, modules. We started to get super amped up. We're like names. We started throwing things out there on my like 10K Academy. We're like, oh, we like that. We ran with it. Brian's like, I'm going to build out a fucking webinar and sell it on fucking Friday. I was like, okay, I'm going to build it all. And I fucking went into ClickFunnels myself, which by the way, I don't fucking know how to use ClickFunnels. I didn't know at the time. I literally just opened it up and started building our membership site and literally building it out. And we had it built, marketed, and started selling within fucking five days. Brian was selling before I was even done building the fucking course guys, because we just believe in messy action, taking fucking action right away. Now, do I think you still need to make sure you consume the content units and everything in a while? Yes, but steps right now, right Mm -hmm. now you're kind of inconsistent. So I would run with signing this client, then learning what you need in order to deliver a program to this client. And then after you get this person set up, The next course of action for you would be to master one platform rather than looking at Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and everything at the same time. Does that make sense? Guys, messy action is needed from time to time. Fucking run it and it will help you immensely.
0: Yo, B, I want to see you book that call today. Yeah.
2: All right. Say no more. I'm I'm fucking
0: on it. I'm going to message you later. I'm not fucking
2: around. I got you. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Let's go so
0: it's funny because the next person that we're going to bring up is mr brandon roberts it was funny that we just talked to brandon roberts and now we're going to talk to brandon roberts yo what's up b right, B? how's it going <laughs> dude, too many Bs, bro the irony is funny dude i love the irony it's hilarious me and cole are here to serve you bro what's going on
3: yeah no it's good to talk to you boys Appreciate you guys as always. So I got like a, a question that like kind of builds off to a couple of following questions. So it's like it's coming from a really awesome place. Like the first is it'll be a simple technical question. All right. I got my first set of video testimonials. I love them. What should I do with them? Post them. On the story, on the feed. Just, <laughs> just fucking bro. I'm like
1: legit. I was like, just post them, like stop overthinking it. But honestly, I feel like the simplest thing, and I'm just gonna go right into it right away, is post them everywhere. Okay. I think number one, you guys should have a rule that you post social proof on your story every single day, but deliver it in a way that feels good for you. Meaning, all right, if you don't like having your story just be proof, 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 sales, 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 sale, proof, 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 then don't do that. All right. For myself, what I like to do is I like to take all of the sales stories that you guys see me and Brian post, all right, and I batch them up and then once a week, I will tell a story about the Academy. And then I will say, look at all of our new students and I'll post that up. And it'll be like a storytelling sales breakdown. That's how I would deliver proof on my stories. When it comes down to your feed, come up with a theme, break it down. If you guys look at Brian right now, really look at B Mark Fit. B's got a dope ass theme right now. It's like testimonial video, like X on the feed. If you guys look at it and then around the X is value posts. You guys feel that? Does that make sense? So I think it, you can deliver it in multiple different ways. I would just deliver it in whatever way feels best to you. I would do it, if possible, as a reel, if the videos are shorter than 60 seconds. If not, I don't know if you can post longer than 60 second reels right now. Can you be? I don't think you can. I don't really know. 90 Short seconds the,
0: just came out for some people.
1: 90 seconds? Okay. So if it's shorter than that, you have it, run it like that. If not, then I would just post it as a video on your feed as a carousel because carousels
0: will show up better. All right? Man, I love the tactics. This is for all of you guys download an app called captions and cut story and cut story.
1: Yeah. Cut stories. what will cut it up into 15 second increments, minute increments, all these other things. So the reason why I use it is because then I can take a video that's in portrait or fucking what's called landscape, anything like, let's say Brian sends me a three minute testimonial video. I put it in cut story. It cuts it into minute long increments and then I can upload it as a carousel. So it's literally Uh... like, Thing and then a minute long, minute long, minute long, minute long, and then they swipe to the carousel. And there we go.
0: Yeah, I manually edited those two minute long, but yeah, that's smart. Way better, bro. <laughs> so download an app called Captions and make sure that the captions are on the video. Just because Cole told me this, and one of his mentors said that eighty percent of people watch videos online without sound. So you want to make sure that the captions are on advice for all new online coaches. And I would actually not even just new, this is good for experienced people too. Something that I did before I had a lot of like social proof. Now we have like five to 10 students that hit 10k every single month. So like the amount of social proof that we have at PT Dom is just fucking like endless. But before I had that, what I did is I would want to save my social proof on my page, meaning you should have a highlight on your page, on your Instagram, With all of your fucking client testimonial videos that way brandon you have a reel that goes viral gets 100 views or even ten thousand five thousand whatever the homie comes to your page and sees client wins watches videos and now those like those live on your page forever the one downside of social media is that like when you post the algorithm posts it and then it's gone in three days and then it's gone forever and unless somebody swipes through your feed they won't find it the way that you'll save that is you're going to post a story And then post a highlight and it's just going to be like client results, whatever the fuck. And then it's just a before and after photo. And then you've got all these client results in one little highlight. I still have it. When I first started my Instagram, you guys can go there. It's like from 147 weeks ago. And I actually keep those up there. Because I think if somebody sees like 147 weeks ago and then they see my most recent social proof, they'll see like, holy shit, this guy's been doing it for like three years. But yeah, it's, I think it's a good idea to not only post it everywhere, but also use them as highlights and save them. Yo, bitch.
1: I want to hit on that right quick, too, because you guys might have missed what Brian just said here. And this kind of is a caveat to something else I want to bring up that I just spoke about in content on it in the academy. Is Brian said, like, the reason I posted a highlight is because the problem with social media is you guys will post on your feed. And then it's gone, like unless you scroll like crazy and like look through it all when you reach somebody's feed, correct? I brought this up on content audits, and I want to say it again, even though it's not relevant 100% to proof posts. This is why I'm so fucking gung-ho on putting covers on your reels and leaving them on your feed, all right? We got a lot of people here right now live, and I want to, I'm want i to curious about the audio only replay, but I know for a fucking fact, I do not go to somebody's page, go to the feed, go to the reel feed, go to the IGTV feed, and then go to take photos. We don't do that shit. When's the last time when you guys did that? Brian, have you ever done that? Go to somebody's feed, going to Reels, going to Tag? No, we don't. We're simple. We want, right now, direct access to everything. So just like the highlights will help people find your proof, this is another reason why I am a strong believer in making sure you put covers on your Reels and leave them on your fucking feed so when people go to your main page, they're right there.
0: Hey, guys, guess what? You want to know the coolest part about that? If you currently have an ugly news feed right now, aka you're not putting covers on your Reels, you can go into your Reel, you click edit at the top three icons, and you can upload a cover photo. Oh, cool. So that was good. That was first question.
3: You had you said you had follow ups, right? Yep. So it kind of builds off of my video testimonial. It was like, almost just so amazing hearing this video testimonial that I got because it was like a danger life, right? Like it was just like, they poured their heart out about it. And that was like a a little, like almost like overwhelming for me. So I want to ask you guys, because I'm sure you guys are freaking experts here at all the time. Oh my God, you changed my life. You know, I'm sure you guys are used to it. How do you handle and like accept that gratitude? Like what's the best way to handle that when you get it from these people? Oh, just fucking sit in it. Like,
0: dude, it's so weird. I feel like this was a really hard thing for me to accept because I spent so much of my life being a scumbag like i like i spent like six months being a drug addict stealing from people and like lying and cheating whatever and as i started to turn my life around and people were like your content is helping me you're changing my life i was like what the fuck you know like what are you talking about and then when you actually like deeply impact somebody's life it gets like i can get emotional sometimes you know like when i don't know how many of you guys have heard luke hodge's story but like luke Hodges is in the academy like the guy the reason that we changed the name of the academy to the change eyes academy is luke hodge's Cause he like almost died. Like he like went down to 61 pounds, was in a coma for months and he like didn't have a purpose. And then he found the Change Lives Academy. And now because of the Change Lives Academy, he's like getting to share his story and he's deeply impacting the lives. of Luke Hodges recently took, he's got 37 clients. He bought, I think 20 of them, lower bowl tickets to the Canucks game and spent seven grand on his clients, bought a party bus for them and like just took them all out. Like he thanks me and Cole for changing his life. I'm like, dude, that's like, you know, that's crazy. But that's why you fucking do it. So just accept it. Like you're doing this. Like that's you. This is your new identity. Whoever you used to be. You're not that person anymore. You're like this fucking version of you now, you know? So be grateful. And like, just like suck it all in. You did that.
1: And I've got something else to say with this, because this is something that I'm not good at. All right. I'm not good at accepting compliments. I'm not good at accepting like gratitude like that. It makes me uncomfortable, like physically uncomfortable. I don't know why it's something I'm getting better with. However, I've known and started to learn how to take it in waves so I can grow as an individual. Guys, Gary Vee says this all the time, something that I'm sure Brian's probably heard in the past, and I strongly agree with it. I feel like it's one of the things that has helped me succeed in a lot of my endeavors is that as much as I ignore the hate, I also ignore the love. All right, because like, I will take it from certain individuals, but I will not sit here and bask in all the fucking love across the world that I'm getting on social media from everybody because of the fact that if I do that, and then I get one negative comment, it hits in the fucking heart right away. So I'm like, I'm good at checking my emotions when it comes down to haters. And I'm good at checking my emotions when it comes down to positive messages. But I'm learning more to just accept the fucking love on a deeper level. Because at the end of the day, like, the more you put out posts and different things with intention, all right, to serve and impact, like the more deep messages you're going to get, man. Like, I'm not going to lie, guys, I'll be vulnerable with you. I had like a pretty emotional breakdown um, the other day, because I got a DM from one of my OG followers that I've helped already in the past, literally telling me that he, was gonna, he tried to kill himself like two weeks ago. And then after going through that, and then going back onto social media and seeing my content, he's like, I've just been back on the bandwagon. He's like, I feel better than ever. And you've helped me like, find my purpose in life. And I'm like, that shit's fucking deep. Like, and it hit hard. So, I think it's learning how to not like let your ego just get absolutely fucking over the moon, which is like, I'm the fucking best ever, and like letting it hit. Um, and like picking and choosing of like, what you're actually going to like let into your fucking heart underneath the level, if that makes sense. Man,
0: I love this. Yeah. I think a really simple exercise is just to say, like, thank you and mean it. Yep. Like, you know, cause I think how many of you guys do this where like somebody be like, yo, you look good. you like, oh man, thanks. It's just this fucking food that I'm eating or just like this diet that I'm doing. Or it's just like this fucking coach that I have. That's it's me. just like, it's just, dog, it's my genetics, bro. What are you talking about? It's, it's those genetics. Or you bro. No, you look yeah, good. Fucking thank you, bro. Yeah, no, no, I don't look good. I'm trying to keep up to you, dog. Yeah, thank the you.
1: classic fucking bro <laughs> statement, dude. That's thank literally-
0: you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been working. I appreciate you noticing me. Thank you. Trying to get like you, bro. I like literally that's I hear that 10 times a day in the gym, dude. It's the guys, man. That's I'm saying right though. I know it's just, like it's you like It's it's like we I don't know why the fuck people are so weird at accepting God. Just practice. Thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. I fucking appreciate you. Thank you. And you don't always have to throw it back in their face either. You don't always have to be like, thank you, man. So are you? Cause it's like, homie, they just threw you a compliment. They're throwing you some love. Like, thank you, man. I fucking appreciate that. And it's
1: uncomfortable. I'm not good at that shit either, guys. So I'm like, I'm not, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and like preach, like like learning it and teaching it, etc. It's a process. Like I get very uncomfortable compliments, and I'm actually working on it right now. But that simple exercise of just thank you, like that's something that I'm working on, just learning how to say it, and then shutting the fuck up and sitting in that weird, like three second awkward silence that usually happens. Like, okay, let's move the fuck on. That's funny.
3: Cool. You good, B? Um, last part that I'm gonna. finally um, finished off with. This has been awesome so far. And it's so funny. So funny, you bring up Luke because I love Luke and he totally kind of like inspired almost the third part of my question before you even brought it up. What is something we'll go a little bit more tactical here where it's like, maybe we don't have seven G's to bring everyone to a game right now, but yep. we're, we're just overflowing with gratitude for all the people we have on board, all of our troops, all of our clients. We just, we love them to death. Maybe what is some kind of way? Yeah, obviously it'll help retention and stuff like that, but what is a good way to just like show, gratitude to like clients on top of maybe, you know, obviously showing up what we do normally, but just make it a little bit sweeter when you kind of feel like in a mood to, to give back to everybody.
1: So to spend no money, all right, if you do not have any cash, a simple message goes a long way. That's it. Yeah. If you don't have any money, bro, just take a fucking hour and a half of your time two hours of your time, three hours of your time, whatever the case may be on the weekend and send each of your clients an individual actual heartfelt message, not some bullshit generic crap. Like, yo, Brian, I just wanted to send you a message, man. And I just want to say thank you for trusting me to be your coach. I got into fitness because I really wanted to impact people on a deeper level. And the fact that you trust me enough to help you with your journey and you're vulnerable enough to tell me what you're going through honestly warms my fucking heart. You guys would be shocked at what that message could do for your fucking business. It would change the game.
0: Remember um, who here has heard a podcast of me talking about growing outwards versus growing inwards. If you know what the fuck I'm talking about. So there's two ways to grow your business outwards and inwards. So outwards is like, lead generation, TikToks, acquiring new clients, et cetera. Inwards is like, you already have fucking people in your business. So like, what can you do more value to the people inside of that coaching business and develop a deeper relationship with the people inside of that coaching business? So like outwards is when I post three TikToks a day, inwards is running the masterclass. Does that make sense? Does that register for everyone? Okay. So inwards, one of the things that I did when I was prepping, this was when I was running my fitness business is I had to walk for fucking 15,000 steps a day. So this is aesthetic nation times, not recent. So what I would do is I'd go for like these long walks and I would set an hour long timer once a week and I would go into trainerize I would have a rotation so one of the weeks I would go into trainerize and I would just grab before and afters of all of my clients like when they started versus where they're at now and just send them a message and be like yo I'm so fucking proud of you like keep it up good job just showing them that I see them. And then another week I would go in and I would just send them a message and like recognize something specifically about them. And I'd send them a voice note. Be like, Mm yo, Tanner, what's going on, man? So I just just took a look at your calendar and I just saw you were four out of your workouts last week. I just want to send you a message and let you know that like, I'm super fucking proud of you, dude. When you signed up, you told me that you wanted to lose 15 pounds and every single fucking week you show up, every single week you execute. And I know it's not always easy, but you always show up. And for that, I'm proud of you, bro. So keep it up. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having the best day of your life.
1: Guys, that shit goes a long way. I used to be Brian's client. I used to struggle with addiction. I used to struggle with drinking. When I first started with him, I got those messages. That shit hits. Like it fucking helps being seen. That's it. How can you help your clients be seen? One of our coaches and clients, Joshua, literally just said, send handwritten letters. Guys, when the pre-BC shit and everything was going on with the gym, I didn't even tell anybody I was going to do this. I just went into the gym one day and I wrote, I think it was like 25 handwritten thank you letters for people who are purchasing merch. And I literally just put it in the thing. It was simple. It was straightforward, straight to the point. Something that doesn't cost money goes a long fucking way. Now, on the flip side, this is something that me and Brian also used to do. If you have a little bit of money and you can't do like a fucking hockey game or something along those lines... Do like a little party, bro. Or like a group workout. We used to host group workouts in gyms. We'd just contact them and be like, listen, we have a bunch of clients and we want to host them. Like, would you mind if we did like a bunch of drop-ins and like worked out here? Or we'd go to a restaurant and be like, we want to have a Christmas party. And we like would throw Christmas parties and give out awards and shit like that. Like queen of consistency, all that shit. Same thing we do with the fucking events, guys. We just did it on a smaller scale.
0: Yeah. We've always, always done shit like that. Like yep. every Christmas with well, us at nation, we had a Christmas dinner. And every Christmas dinner, we paid for the whole thing. It was like a thousand bucks, whatever, but you fucking got four clients that pay you 250 bucks. Like that will pay for the whole dinner. And so that was that. Another thing that you could do is you could get them like hoodies with their name on them. So you could literally go into the PT Domination website and the Change Changeout Academy. There is a unit called how to set up a merch store. It's seven steps. It's super fucking easy. I'm tech, like absolutely tech stupid. And I learned how to set up and I did the training. So if I can do it, you can do it. So setting up a merch store, but I would say like, keep it simple, like group workout, you know, a group, if you have money, a group workout or like a team dinner, like some sort of dinner, some sort of outing, forget who it was. There was Anna J in the million dollar mastermind. She took her clients on a hike. So anything where it's like there connecting, getting to know your clients, getting to like meeting them on a deeper level, I think is this is a way that you show gratitude. So if you don't have money, just seeing them. And if you do
3: have money, those are some ideas for you. This was great you guys. This one was fun. This was fire. This was like, I'm like, my heart is so full of gratitude right now. Like obviously for you guys, like, cause I, if I didn't have you, this team right here i wouldn't have my own team right now to the point of where it is it's just like this crazy spilling over effect that i can feel like i'm at right now and obviously like i'm still like you know practicing sales still role-playing like you guys recommended, still handling objections. But the fact that like, I give a damn so much now and like, I care about these clients, like their family. I have boundaries, but I care about these guys so much. They feel it. And like my bank account's just like reflecting that. Like it's yeah. crazy. Question, Brandon, when you first started, you had zero
0: online clients, right? Yeah, we have none, man. How many do you have now? We're at like 15 right now. Can
3: you give Brandon Robertson a message of hope? Yes. My namesake brother, dude, like, you're a freaking boss man already you just don't even know it yet like you're skittish like how i was the truth is you just got to jump into the water and you got to sell before you're ready which was a huge thing that worked for me like before you really get into the game there's a tendency to just you know get paralysis of analysis all my content all this all that but it doesn't really start fitting together until like they said you get that first client and then you like figure out what they really need then the The pieces start clicking, right? So don't worry about nothing. Like, worry about the next life you're going to like literally fix. Like, this person that's on the other end of the phone right now, they're looking at you to like help them fix their life. And when you go into that thinking, like, oh man, this person, yeah, you're going to sell them a program and stuff cool, but you know, we're going to work on like bringing you back to life here. And when you have that conviction over the line, you're going to make the sale. And when you like really care about, that you're going to figure out to get the systems in place to fulfill that for them and you're going to be able to do it over and over and over and over and we're all here to help you
2: yeah that's love man i, I needed to hear that you know because it's, it. it's been a little rough between like work between like you know spending so much time that i've been investing i've been posting pretty much most days if not all you know just trying to do a proof this that and like certain things i don't have the content Like certain things, like I was pretty bad. I'm not even going to lie about taking before and afters. Um, So now I'm trying to like, I don't have as much, even though I did, you know, help people reach their goals in the past. I don't have a whole lot to show for in terms of visuals, you know, to post and, and put a content out there with that. So I've been using myself and trying to get really creative. Like even today, you know, just waking up like, Hey, you know, I'm eating this for breakfast or, you know, whatever, just to like engage with people. Like when I don't have content really to post like that, I at least try to like, just let people know what's going on, how I'm feeling, like, what am I going to do today? Or just to get that engagement. So and it's been working, you know, like you said, like following everything and messy action and just like, you know, I'm really working on that first sale, man. So hopefully things go well today with this, you know, you know, lady I have to reach out to and just keep building on that base. That's really it, man. But it's it's good to hear. I'm glad I'm on this call because life throws curveballs at all of us, you know? So I've been doing this and like a million other things. It's been challenging, but I'm here for it.
1: Okay, bro. And by the way, it's going to go well no matter what because if you close your client and if you don't close your, you have a lesson.
2: Let's fucking
0: go, bro. All right. I love it. Thank you for coming on, B and B. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, for sure. Let's go. Let's show some love to Brandon and Brandon, you guys in the chat box. Let's fucking go. Love these guys. Let's get it. The Brandon R takeover. That's what's up. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at therealbymark and DM me the words "more clients" and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. All right, last not least. You've got my man. I don't know if he's in Colombia or New York or Venezuela. I don't know. This guy travels literally all day, every day, nonstop. Kevin Wu, what's up, dog? That background is fucking lit, bro.
4: Oh, what's up, guys? So I'm in Bali. You're in a right hotel now, right actually. now, aren't you? You're in Bali. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm in Bali. He's in Bali. <laughs> oh! it's great over here. So, guys, I gotta thank you guys for that because, like, I've been traveling like 16 countries in last year, and it's ridiculous. So this-
0: let's do a backstory. So, you, where were you before <laughs> the academy?
4: What were you doing? I was working in-person training at Good Life Fitness in Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah. So I was not online at all. And then I found B-Mark through my manager. He was in contact with you, Kelvin. Yeah. And then I got started with you and man, that changed my whole life. <laughs> yeah. 16 countries. Yeah. Just in the last year. So it's, <laughs> ah, man, it's so much fun. My question actually kind of relates to that too, as well with the, the whole traveling and the workflow though, but I really appreciate you guys for everything you've done though.
0: Dude, we're here for you, brother. How can we serve?
4: All right. So I know you guys travel too as well. Probably not as as much as me as currently right now. But in terms of like workflow, when I'm traveling, I find that like, when i'm like at like home or kind of more settled in like i'm grinding like i do like my i don't know i forgot the, what the technique called by like 25 minutes on five yeah. minutes on and i'm like on that and like i'm really productive grinding all that and then when i'm like traveling especially if i'm going someplace like, really frequently i find like really really hard to work like my hotel or just like if i go to a coffee shop just like staying focused and getting on that one mm. like do you have any suggestions because it's weird like i even thought about kind of flying back home, like probably, I don't know, next week. I right, make well, I want to go first for this one because traveling and working is my shit. It's literally my um, favorite thing in the world. Yeah. So first
0: things first is you have made the decision that you want to travel and make money, right? Yeah. Okay. So how much money are you making right now? Be honest, transparent.
4: I dropped down to 7,000 a month. Okay. So 7k a month. Are you happy yeah, with that or no? No, no, no.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. So I'm just going to be super direct because I feel like that's the easiest way to save time and get straight to the point. When you're traveling, your income is going to dip because you're fucking all over the place. Like you're in a new environment, you're changing time zones. Like your body's got to adjust. So like I call this like period of transition. There's an episode of the podcast I want you to listen to. It's number 217. It's called managing your workflow in times of transition, which is exactly what you're in right now. So you have to understand that like when you make the decision to travel, you're also making the decision to have like a weird schedule and you won't be able to grind, but traveling allows you to be more creative. So like you don't get like the, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to grind, but you do get the creativity. That being said, knowing that like with that awareness, like when I travel, my schedule is going to be off. I'm not going to be able to focus as much as I want to. You have to decide what's non-negotiable and do it no matter the fuck what. And the non-negotiables don't have to be a massive list, but content creation, serving your clients and making sales should be top three. And you need to make time for that every day. And if you don't make time for that every day, then your income is going to go from seven K to five K to three K to two K. It'll never go down to zero. You're too smart for that. But what I'm saying is it will go from 22 K to seven K because it's like, it's guys, this is the same fucking fundamentals as like building your body. Like you have a cheeseburger fucking today. It's not going to be a big deal. You have a cheeseburger every fucking day for 365 days. Like you're going to be fat. So like, that's just like how it works. You have to eat healthy or you're not going to have a chiseled physique. I'm sorry. So with your business, like you can't just not do the work and expect to have a profitable business. Like there's got to be non-negotiables. Like if you don't drink water every single day, you're going to get a fucking headache and you're going to feel like shit and you're probably going to be holding a lot of weight. Just like if you don't post content on a regular basis, you're probably going to be dry for leads. You're not going to have a lot of clients and people aren't going to be reaching out to you. It's the same fundamental principles. It's like, what do you fucking want? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? Period. And stop No questions asked.
4: Can I, go? I know that makes a lot of sense having those non-negotiables. I definitely have those ones. I feel like another part is that kind of came up is like, I know you mentioned like recency and a lot of my clients are, well, 9% of them are from America, Canada, and getting back to them with like Cousin in Bali and also Australia. That's where it was like recently. So like the time zone, I have to stay awake for this call. It's like 1.40 a.m. Like I should be past asleep right now, but like, you guys would be awake. And that's, that's what my clientele, my audience is like active. And I also feel kind of a little bit more, I guess, resistant from DMing people right away too as well as in terms of like getting back. Cause I get like, cause I used to have a v- virtual assistant and I felt like ever since kind of then, cause like my inbox, you like filled and filled, which is a good thing. I'm not playing, but like when I respond to ones it's like nonstop and it kind of makes me want to like, just kind of shut it off a little bit. Cause otherwise like, I'm never going to be off my phone if that makes sense. I, mean, I have Hey like,
1: bet you need to sentences. get out of your own head, bro. Like, This is my mindset. I developed the 10 before 10am morning routine for what the fuck you are doing right now. Why? Because Brian and Julia introduced me to traveling and I realized that I needed to work if I wanted this life period. What you are doing is you are saying, I want this life, but it's making me busy. So I want to block out this life that I created based off of being busy. Does that make sense? You're like, I don't want to be in my DMs even though the reason why you were in your DMs and making money is the reason why you're sitting in fucking Bali right now in this dope-ass place. You don't get the fucking life
0: without the work, period. I want to be chiseled, but I hate vegetables and I I don't like tracking my macros.
1: Literally what you're saying right now. And when it comes down to your clients, the recency bias, etc., that's just you setting proper expectations. You need to sit down with them and tell them like, I will respond within 24 hours. As you guys know, I'm traveling consistently, but I'm, I never slack off of my clients and it's making things adjust. Bro, I made $7,000 in additional revenue when we were in Bali for a month. You know what I did? I enjoyed my mornings and I worked at night when everybody else was awake. That's literally what we did. That's how it fucking worked. I was getting on sales calls between 5 and 9 p.m. because then that was when people were just waking up between like 5 a.m., et cetera. I literally scheduled it out. I was walking around in to the top of our villa in the fucking country in Ubud, fucking that big ass place you're staying at. Do you remember that, that fucking house? And I was just walking around there. That's where I did all my sales calls because I knew that if I didn't, I would lose my business. If I lose my business, I don't get the life that you are fucking living right now. That's just it. You need to set boundaries with yourself because right now you're telling yourself, or at least what I'm hearing, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. What I'm hearing is I don't want to be glued to my fucking phone. But you need to realize that this fucking phone is the thing that provided you with the life that you are currently living, period. So that comes down to non-negotiables, a work schedule, and sometimes realizing that on vacation, you got to pull a Brian and lock yourself in a fucking bedroom and get some goddamn work done. You feel me? Like when we went to the Dominican Republic, we enjoyed the entire time, guys. But on Monday, all right, it was like the Monday after we went, I literally spent seven hours in the fucking office. And I batch recorded eight podcasts and went through client work and did like a bunch of breakdowns.
0: Cole's right. I actually usually end up making more money on traveling too. And I'm trying to think about why that is. And here's exactly why. So you mentioned that the time zone is different. If if you're not watching the actual podcast, what I'm doing is I'm doing a screen share of a time clock. So what I do is I'm like, I want to figure out when I want to work. So let's say I want to work at 8 a.m. in the morning, 8 a.m. I would probably maybe even start work maybe around 6 a.m. Because if I do work at 6 a.m., that's going to be 3 p.m. to 9. So 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. would be my work time because that would be 3 o'clock to 9 o'clock. And then I would just let all my fucking clients know, like, yo, just letting you know, I'll be online from, you know, 6am to noon, if you need me. So basically 3pm to 12pm your time. And I would just let them know in advance so that they knew what to expect from me. But like, I try to like, I'm very meticulous. Like even when I go on my vacations to when I went to the Dominican Republic, like before I went there, I did the research and I figured out like, okay, what time zone is that? What time zone is that going to be in Canada? What time do I need to do my things so that I can get it all done? I can get back to people at the right time because it's like, Cole's right. If you want this life, like. The reason this life's available is because like you're doing the thing. I'm also going to go, let's go to the next level. It doesn't always have to be like that. Like when we get to the million dollar mastermind, like there's million dollar mastermind students that'll take two weeks off because they've got entire teams that run their coaching business. And that's not to say like, as an online coach, you guys, you go from being employed to being self-employed meaning when you're not working in your business, it's not growing. And that's just like, that's the progression. It's like, that's way fucking better than having a shitty job. That's for sure. But it's like, you got to be your own boss, but it's like, you also have to fucking do the work because like, that's where the money comes from. And if you don't want to do the work, you're not going to make the money. That doesn't always have to be like that, but you do have to plan ahead. You have to be meticulous. And like Cole said, if you want this life, you have to do the fucking
1: work. Dude, hundred percent. Like there's clients in PT Dom right now. Like I know Chris Kowalski always brings this shit up that we're literally in our business while we were scaling PT Domination while we were in Bali. So like we got that time change thing, you guys just saw Brian do on the screen share. We did that to plan out when we should be doing our live streams while we were gone and we didn't miss. And also, by the way, while we were scaling PT Dom and we we're doing those live streams in the community, I was also fucking running Amarok Coaching, which was my fitness business at that time. This is when I still had both. It's just about planning it out. And like, again, somebody said in the chat box, like, why do you travel? That's something you're going to have to ask yourself. Like if travel is just a vacation for you where you only want to do it, you want to turn off your phone and you want to completely get away from everything, that's okay. But then you need to realize that you're not going to scale that much. But if you want to travel the world while having a successful business, then it's time to sit down and be like, okay, I got to get this shit fucking done. This is where motivation is gone and discipline comes into fucking play regardless of where I am in the world.
0: Which is why I asked you the question, are you happy with $7,000 a month? Yes. And I think I already knew the answer because there's no fucking reason you'd be up at two o'clock in the morning if you were happy with $7,000 a month. Like clearly, yes. You wanted to have a conversation with me and Cole and you wanted to fucking figure it out. So clearly you're not happy with making 7k k months. You have to understand that the actions that you've made up to this point have led you to here. That being said, you got yourself here so you can get yourself out. It's going to require some discipline. It's going to require some thought. You're going to have to work through the resistance that you feel towards your coaching business because like the coaching business is the reason you're fucking on the vacation. So you need to like give that thing a kiss and stop like being angry at it. You know what I'm saying?
4: Great. <laughs> I know, I definitely agree with all that, obviously. I need to hear all that, and obviously this gave me a lifestyle I'm living right now from grateful. Get a little slop over there, so. <laughs> no, it's time to I get guess. to work, son. I got you.
0: And also, the last thing I'm just gonna add to this before we end this chat with Kevin, bro, there's seasons to life, man. Yeah. And like, right now, if you're in the traveling season, you're in the traveling season. So like, that being said, maybe while you're in the traveling season, like you need to still have standards. So be like, like, if I dip below 10K, I'm gonna punch myself in the face. But then like that can be the standard and you don't have to shoot for 25 or 30 right now. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because I think that if you're shooting for 25 or 30, but you're also trying to live this like traveling vacation life, it's like, that's why you're struggling. It's like, you're creating realistic expectations based on a number that you hit when you were grinding so you're in the season of traveling right now if that's the season that you're in and you're liking that that's cool and then like you might get to a point in your travels where you're like yo i've like seen a lot of the world i'm ready to sit down and fucking grind for six months straight and get my business to 30 to 50k that might be the season so you just have to respect wherever you're at and do the best you can with what you have
4: Great. Hundred percent. I'll definitely do that. Also met Patrick Kong and Andrew Fit in Australia. Man, it's humbling. Just hearing them talk and everything, that the mastermind stuff like that and their stuff, and just going to Andrew's house and showing me his process. Like, holy shit! Like, that's what I'm aiming for next. <laughs> I like
0: it, bro. Dude, Andrew Chow's no joke, bro. Homie's got like two thousand Instagram followers, making like eighty thousand dollars a month. i guess And he about. shows
1: up, no joke. Like, fucking doesn't matter what the time is. He's on the fucking calls. One in the morning, two in the morning, fucking anytime. Make sure that
0: he's there. Period. Yeah, that Andrew Chow's no joke.
4: All right. Thanks guys. He's inspirational.
0: Appreciate you, dog guys. That's it. That's all who got some value from today's episode. Let me know. Boom guys, peace, love, and protein have the best day of your entire life. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's fucking go.